Okay, it is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> so I'm so excited about getting this call going. Ooh, I'm seeing all of you uh, pop up in the queue. I see that people are still arriving, which is usual. People are usually trying to figure out the dial-in and that kind of thing. So we'll wait until about 7.03 to begin. Uh, but for those of you who are here already, Thank you so much for being on time. I think that it's generally like a good practice with these kinds of things, intention calls, coaching calls, et cetera, to set a little alarm somewhere so that we have a reminder that it is going. So in order to give, like I said, like three minutes or so for everyone to arrive, what I'm going to do is for the people who are already here, just talk a little bit about what this is that we're doing and why it is that we're doing this. My name is Abiola Abrams, and I am so honored to be the the guide and co-participant <laughs> in this Spiritpreneur Unblocked Energy Shift, which is a 14-day free mini course or challenge about getting unblocked and about us getting, you know, shifting so that we can do the work that we were born to do. I don't know if you noticed, like I noticed, and a lot of the people that I work with have noticed, but there is a serious shift that has already, is already happening, that we're kind of in the middle of it, that, you know, things that used to seem odd or strange to people, things that I know that I got teased for growing up are now becoming more mainstream, thankfully, as we're all waking up and with what's going on in the political world and all of that, that, you know, this is not the time for staying neutral. This is the time for all of us, you know, specifically I'm talking to you, um, my goddess sisters, this is our time to really step up and clean up your part of the planet, wherever it is, because as we see with what is going on, that we are being called to the front. And so this is not the time for us to let our fears, let the, you know, the things that hold us back, our anxieties, our what ifs hold us back. Because as we see, you know, people on the other side of things have no problem with putting their voice out there. And so, you know, if people have no problem with putting hate out there, then we need to be equally as strong with putting love out there. So I'm going to just give some housekeeping about this call that I'm thinking that we're probably going to go about 30 minutes, but there are a lot more people on the call than I anticipated. So if we need to go 40, we'll go 40. But the purpose of this call is for us to just become grounded and aligned with who we are, what we're doing, if you are participating in this challenge, where you are with it. We're at the very beginning. We're on day two. And being that our mission for tomorrow, the ritual for tomorrow in the challenge is about writing a mission statement, talking about why that's important, why you need a mission statement for your life, and the manifesting power that comes out of having a clear, purpose-driven mission statement for your life. 
So a little bit of housekeeping. If you want to participate at any time, if you want to raise your hand uh, to speak, this is an interactive call. For me, it's really important that you participate. So if you want to raise your hand at any time, press star 2, and you will be in the queue for us to have a brief chat or a conversation. If you want to ask questions, ask questions. If you want to just make a comment, that is fine, too. We are on this journey together, and I welcome your participation. If you are listening to the webcast, that's where if you want to ask anonymous questions, I know that, you know, sometimes in the beginning of a group, this is a new group, people feel a little bit uneasy. And so if you have a question you want to ask anonymously, I think that that is perfectly fine uh, for now. <laughs> for later on, and if you were my coaching client, I'd be like, no, I need you to, you know, be on the front and let's have your voice be heard. But for now, if you want to ease into it and you feel more comfortable asking a question anonymously, the way to be able to do that is by listening on the webcast link which you can find in our Facebook group for this uh, for this challenge. In the Facebook group, the same little thing where I posted this phone number is the link to be able to listen um, online. And so you can be able to post questions there anonymously. All right? So you press star 2 to raise your hand, and you can ask anonymous questions in the webcast. So... To recap, uh, we started out by doing our pre-work, which was making a list of tolerations of all of the stuff that we are putting up with in our lives. And that was very emotional for many of us. It was emotional for me. And I teach this stuff. But a number of the women in our group said that it was very emotional for them because we have all kinds of ways that we are cutting ourselves off from our joy. And if you are a coach, if you are a healer, if you are a speaker, an author, if you are somebody who wants to play a bigger game in terms of getting your voice out there, then you have to make sure that you are first right. You know, we're not doing the wounded healer thing anymore. And that's why I created this challenge. That's why I wanted to do this specific part of this work because as I go and I speak to audiences of amazing women with all kinds of, you know, degrees, fancy degrees and fancy cars and fancy homes that then confide in me about how miserable they are in their lives or as I meet other coaches and speakers and healers and priestesses and, you know, all of us doing the magic things in this world who then tell me that they feel unable to do the work that they were born to do because of, you know, that inner bully and those inner demons and the things, the ways that we sabotage ourselves and the ways that we hold ourselves back. Then I realized that we needed to do something more than just the standard coaching program where, here, you build your business. And we know how to do that, too. You know, that I've had a Become the Guru boot camp where I t teach people exactly how to do what I do, how to speak, uh, write, coach, um, you know, and build your platform. That's great. And we want you to do that. I want you to do that. But I want you to be strong enough to be able to maintain that and not come from a place of lack or poverty consciousness or should have, could have, would have beating yourself up so that you are then serving 
your client, you're able to, first of all, find your ideal clients, and they're able to find you, more importantly, because you're magnetizing them with your magic. And then you're able to live abundantly and prosperously and feel good in your life and feel good in your skin. <laughs> Yesterday, last night, one of you, uh, who I do see she is on the call, hey, sis, contacted me from our Facebook group. And she wanted to know why people won't buy her stuff, that she's a coach and she is putting light and magic into the world. And she felt like, well, why is it that people are not buying what I'm selling? And so I just made, because I always encourage you to share with me what it is your needs are so that I could better be able to serve them. I just made a YouTube video I thought would be five minutes, but it ended up being 28 minutes long about why people are not buying your stuff. And a part of it, you know, is about positioning and packaging and having a working sales funnel with your business and being able to sell without being salesy and all of those kinds of things. But the larger part of it also is then having uh, how you're approaching what it is that you're offering, how it is that you're positioning who you are in the market, what is your brand, um, your personal brand, that we are not for everyone. Are you coming to the market, you know, with a thimble, you know, just kind of nickel and diming yourself and undervaluing the work and the magic that you put in the world because then that's how people are going to react to you. Are you coming trying to serve everybody and saying, oh, well, I'm a life coach, or which is a very generic thing, rather than I am a specialist in X, Y, and Z and niching down to, you know, specifically what your gifts are, what your talents are, who it is that you are so that the, your ideal customer can identify you and is magnetized to what you offer. Like I always say, if you, you know, the difference between selling and offering is if you knock on your neighbor's door randomly at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday and they don't know who you are and you're starting to ramble on about what you're putting into the world – yeah, that's selling. You know, that's walking onto a used car lot. Nobody wants to sell or be sold to. But again, if you came back to that same neighbor and his house was on fire and you were the person that noticed it and you knocked on the door and you had a solution or you saw, okay, here's how you can do this differently and you had a solution, now that's offering. And so all of this comes from how, again, your place of power in the world, how you are standing in your own shoes, how you are putting yourself out there, because we're all good BS detectors, right? We're good bullshit detectors. We can tell when somebody is coming at us and, you know, they're like, hey, let me teach you how to lose weight and be healthy, and they're not on their game either. So you want to be real, you want to be genuine, you want to come from a place of authenticity, but you don't want to be a martyr either. And so that's a big part of why we're doing this work. I am not in favor of you being a martyr. I'm going to say that again. For you as a coach, a healer, a writer, a creative person, a speaker, whatever it is, the magic that you make, I'm not for you coming from a place of lack loss or martyrdom. I am from I'm for you coming from a place of abundance, of prosperity, of you feeling good about who you are, about you being able to serve 
that many more people because you know who you are and the, the, the things, the gifts and talents that you are given, that you are able to bring them to the marketplace with your head held high and charge, you know, charge not only fairly but abundantly well for what it is that the value that you add and you adding massive value to other people's lives and you being able to feel good about it in your skin and you being aligned not only with, you know, poverty and lack, but you being able to be aligned with greatness and prosperity and happiness and joy. So that's what we're doing. So our day one assignment then was us creating, taking those tolerations, right, that after we filled out the tolerations worksheet as a part of the pre-work, and if you just joined, don't worry, you can find all of this if you just log in at unblockmyenergy.com. In the pre-module, you can find the tolerations worksheet and get started there and move at your own pace. And we took everything, all of those tolerations, and we created a God box or a goddess box. We had a universe box. We had, um, all of this is in the Facebook group. We had a couple of people created um, vases, God God vases, um, all kinds of magical things. And so this is beautiful because this assignment is about us releasing, us giving it up. You know, us knowing that we're safe. You are safe and you are loved. And it is it is safe for you to feel safe and to feel loved. And so, you know, we created that God box or goddess box or universe box or whatever it is. And then that fed into the ritual for the next day, which, which was to create a sacred space, a place where you could either pray or meditate or replenish who you are. And so I urge you not to skimp on any of this. You know, that some of it may seem inconsequential. Like, all right, well, why do I have to do that? Let's just cut to me making money. But you can't cheat yourself. You may be able to lie to yourself on the surface, but not deep down. That you chip away at your own integrity every time, and I'm speaking to me because I've done it, every time you sign up for something and you say, I'm going to do this, and then you don't, you know, um, I mentioned in another call that I've had people sign up for, because you can see when people open programs and who does what, people purchase $1,000 programs and don't open them and don't do anything. Because a part of us, I, I was like, you know, I had to figure out what it is, what's the reason. A part of us feels like somewhere deep inside that by just <laughs> by just doing it, by just being a part of it, you know, by just purchasing it, that the program is going to somehow fix you. No program is going to fix your life or your business unless without your participation, without you putting yourself out there. And I know that you have doubts. I know that you have fears. I know that you have challenges. I know that you have issues. That's why your creator put you on the path of you doing this work because somebody else who didn't understand wouldn't be able to help and empower people in the same way that you can. Okay? And so that's why you're here. Yes, you have doubts. Yes, you are afraid. Yes, you think, okay, why me? Okay, yes, maybe I'm not qualified. Maybe I need one more degree or one more certification. But right now you are so entirely enough. And what you know 
what you think may not be enough may be just what empowers somebody else to live his or her life in a whole different way. And that is whether you are, you know, um, there, there are many different ways to be a healer and a coach. You know, that can be through, you know, their makeup artist. A person could sit down with a makeup artist or a hairstylist and come through with their life transformed. There's a sister named Rachel who's on our Facebook page who is a branding expert. And I've interviewed her in the past. I'll actually post my interview with her. She does intentional intuitive branding that she will work with you. And her gift is to use her intuition in order to help you hone in on what your brand is. So there are all kinds of ways to answer your calling. But the problems that you have that you perceive to be problems are really your superpowers. That's where the gold is. Because I guarantee you, if you are feeling whatever fears and issues that you're feeling, someone else is feeling that. And so you are not only cheating yourself, but you're cheating that person that needs your gifts, needs your business, needs your talents, needs you to step up and step into yourself and say, here's who I am. And so if you've got to take little baby steps, that's why I like this challenge format because it's baby steps, it's little tiny shifts. It's not saying, okay, well, you know, me throwing you on a stage tomorrow, um, if that's what you want to be doing. It's us taking little steps into you becoming a firm, having a firmer foundation under your feet and you falling more deeply in love with yourself, as, as cliche as that may sound. And most importantly, with all of those things, helping you to not be stuck, helping you not to use the mask and the lies of procrastination or perfectionism or whatever the excuse is for, oh, I've been working on this website for a year and a half and it's not perfect, or I've been, you know, trying to get this book done for six years and it's not perfect. It will never be perfect. That's why there are second editions. That's why there's redoing. But you need to get off your tickets and put it out there, whatever the gift is that you were born to do. Okay? So I'm going to invite you to raise your hand, start to raise your hand while I tell you about tomorrow's challenge. Even if you just want to just say, hey, that's cool too. <laughs> so today, again, was about sacred space, creating a sacred space or an altar. And there is an audio that's posted both on the Facebook page and in the day two module where you can hear about specifically how to make an altar or a sacred space and why that matters, especially for you. Okay? Tomorrow is about you having a mission statement. Now, if you've worked with me as a coaching client, then chances are you have either done this you know, for yourself, a personal mission statement or a business mission statement. Imagine getting in your car and, you know, trying to get where you're going without having an address. Well, that's what you're doing if you're operating without a clear mission statement. So what I want you to do is write a mission statement for your life, for who it is that you are, and this is something that I want you to read every day, every morning to yourself for the rest of this challenge. I'm going to be a little bit naked here and transparent and read you a part of a mission statement that I'm working on because I'm doing my homework in this challenge just as you are. And I'm also going to be transparent and share with you 
that although this is one of the first things that I have my coaching clients do, have everybody write a business mission statement and a personal mission statement, that I wrote out my statements and then they were kind of dusty, <laughs> kind of collecting dust um, in my files for the past like couple of years. That's not a good thing because our missions shift all the time. Our goals shift all the time. There's a saying in personal development world that millionaires read their goals once a day and billionaires read their goals twice a day. And so you've got to be clear. If I'm going to drive across country from here to, I see there's somebody in Torrance, California. (laughs) If I'm going to drive from New York State to California, I've got to be clear, you know, chances are yes. If I just drive, you know, head west, I'm going to hit something. going to hit Seattle, Washington, I think. But I've got to have a clear and specific map of where I want to go. And that's why I want you to have this personal mission statement. Now, the inner bully in your head is going to tell you that this is all bullshit. The inner bully is going to say, no, you know your goals. You know what you're doing. You don't have to write this down. You don't have time for this. Um, Empire's coming on or whatever, you know. But I don't want you to listen to that voice. In this challenge and going forward, we are retraining ourselves to be able to that inner to to listen to that inner wise woman, the person within us that knows, okay, the person within us that has answers, okay, the person within us that feels I am safe, and it is safe to be safe. I want you to say that mantra to yourself. You can say it now quietly wherever you are or loudly. I am safe, and it is safe to be safe. Because many of us as women, our issues come from not feeling safe, not feeling emotionally safe. Perhaps you grew up in a family where it wasn't safe to express your feelings. You know, as soon as I would start crying as a kid, my mom, beautiful mom, God God bless her, she would be like, you know, have something to eat. You know, what's wrong? You don't have to cry. Stop crying. Well, it's natural and it's healthy to cry. You know, some of us grew up where it was more common to express anger than, you know, happiness or appreciation or other emotions. And so being able to remind yourself that I am safe and it is safe to be safe is a really, really important mantra for women. So a personal mission statement, my goddess. A personal personal mission statement is how you will manifest your personal vision in your daily life, okay? It can be a few words or a few pages, but what I recommend is generally one page, something that's concise, something that you can look at. You can maybe put in your bathroom mirror, although I I like it to be digital because then you can edit it and be constantly working on it. So, Or you can do both. It's not a to-do list. It's not a if I would have, if I should have, if I could have list, okay? Stop beating yourself up. Like I just posted on Instagram, we have to be willing to release, you know, the life that we thought we were going to have or who we should have been or all of those things for where we are right now so that you're not missing your life, okay? So this mission statement, what's really key is that it reflects your uniqueness. My mission statement is not going to be the same as yours. Yours is not going to be the same as another sister anywhere in this challenge, even though even if you're doing the exact same thing. I want you to remember that it's important and it's it's okay to be wherever you are, that there's no wrong, okay? And so we're all beginning right where we are this minute. Now, I'm not telling you that you're going to write this mission statement out and then, pers- and then magically change who you're going to be overnight. What I am telling you um, is that 
if we think about somebody you admire, right? Let's think about somebody that chances are many of us as women admire, Michelle Obama. What do, and we asked ourselves, what does Michelle Obama believe about herself? Chances are she may believe different things about herself in her life than I may believe about myself in my life or you may believe about yourself in, in your life. And the proof is, is that she's having a different life, that our lives are the sum of our beliefs of what we believe about ourselves and who we are and what our mission is combined with, you know, it's our purpose, our values. So that's where we're going to begin, okay? So write this down. Your personal mission statement, which is going to be your roadmap to get you to where you want to be, should answer three questions. Number one, what is my life about? Your purpose. Number two, what do I stand for? My values. Number three, what are the actions that I take to manifest my purpose, and my values, okay? So what's your life about? What do you stand for? And what actions do you take to manifest your purpose and your values? Now, the mission statement assignment actually comes from Stephen Covey, who wrote this really famous, one of the, the first, um, one of the founding fathers of personal development. He wrote this book named um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he studied brilliant thinkers, geniuses, you know, wealthy people, everyone. And one of the things that he found in common and what was important was having a personal mission statement. And it's number two in his book of the seven habits of highly effective people. And so we're going to be some highly effective goddesses out here. So, again, your personal mission statement should answer, what is my life about? What do I stand for? And what actions do I take to manifest my purpose? So, let me tell you a little bit of what I started to write for mine, and then we're going to finish with a prayer. Oh, I see a couple of people have asked anonymous questions. So we'll get to that, and we'll finish with a prayer. So here are the notes that I wrote so far. I wrote, my mission is to live my life to the fullest, generously sharing my gifts and talents with the sun on my face and freedom in my heart. I am to step up to my life and who I was born to be, leaping over obstacles and enjoying the journey. I aim to use my life as a great teacher, daughter, sister, aunt, friend, and mother. I'm excited about being a student and a teacher of life, living abundantly and wholeheartedly. My mission is, as I end every video with, to dream bigger and love myself. Now, that's just some notes that I've started with, and I'm going to go back in, and I'm going to be adding in more values, more purpose, and more clear steps. And so I'll share that with you in the Facebook group when that is finished. I'll share that on Wednesday the 12th, which is tomorrow, depending on when you are listening to this. And so I want you to work on your mission statement, and I want you to be very clear and very specific. Again, nature loves specificity. If you can clearly state, here's where, you know, you don't have to know the steps of how you're going to get there, but knowing where you want to be, I think it's really important. Before we close, I just want to just share with you something really personal, really exciting that has manifested from my personal vision board that 
it, it was really cool. I had an event earlier this year where this woman, she came up to me. It was an event in Harlem, New York, and she was awesome. And maybe she's on the call now. And she told me that she was like, had tears in her eyes and she was excited to meet me because she said I was on her vision board, which was really, really cool. Um, and, you know, uh, it was awesome. But at the same time, you know, I was thinking, but I'm everywhere. Just, you know, if you want to meet me, just come to an event where I'm speaking. But it was also very, very humbling. And it reminded me that I want to be clear about my vision as well going forward as I step up to the plate as a leader, just like I'm urging you to, that I step up and own my greatness. And I step into who I was born to be, you know, and don't let my social anxiety and other challenges stand in my way. And so at that time, I went and refined my vision board. Just like you're re- refining your vi- your vision, your mission statement, you you should be refining your tools in your life. These are not things you don't create an altar and then leave it dusty and it's there. You don't create a God jar and then it's now dusty and it's there. These are things that you're you you are meticulously editing as you're shaping your life. Picture yourself as you know the same way that a mama cooks a baby on the inside of her, you know, beautiful womb that you are cooking your life. And so I edited my vision board at that time, and I put some of the teachers from The Secret, which I think is a beautiful movie. If you haven't seen it, do see it. I put them on my vision board. And I am going to be speaking in November. There's a two-day event. There's The first day is at Carnegie Hall. The second day is at a nearby hotel. And I'm going to be taking the stage for the first time with speakers, from the secret it's a an event honoring Bob Proctor, who is one of the main people in the secret, and Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith, who just yesterday followed me on social media and I freaked out and took screenshots and showed my sister I was like, oh my God look you know Michael Bernard Beckwith, who's one of my favorite preachers ever um is following me and this is a manifestation from my vision board, and I share that with you. Because I'm excited and you're my sisters and I want to share with you, you know, and that's great. But I share that with you not to show off or because I think that these people are any greater than you and I, but because I truly believe that when we do this work, when we step into the shoes that we were born to fill, we take what we are seeking is also seeking us. And so that's why if you've ever had a clear idea about something that you want to do and then someone else seems to take the same idea and you're like, oh, man, that was my idea, that I really believe, you know, that the universe, God, um, the divine gives an idea and if you don't step in and fill it, that idea needs to be born and so then it's passed on to the next person. You know, it's like if you give your child, you know, you give your daughter, here, you know, take this wherever, and she doesn't do it, and then maybe you ask your son to do it. So I'm really excited about that. I'm looking forward to that. And, again, I'm just sharing that because I really believe that this is how we raise the vibration. This is how we get unblocked. This is how we take care of ourselves so then we can take care of our businesses and our families and really make an impact in the world in whatever way we were born to do that. So I look forward to seeing your mission statement. 
I wanted to close with a prayer. Oh, wait, let me quickly make sure, check your, your questions that you asked. Okay, so no one raised her hand <laughs> by pressing start two, but that's okay. I'm not going to call on anybody uh, in this first call, but I'm seeing here we have two questions. All right, so the first one oh, with somebody with the money question, and maybe that's the same person who emailed me yesterday. Maybe you came in late. I made a YouTube video answering maybe your question about why people don't buy my stuff, and I'm going to post it in the Facebook group as soon as I get off this call because it's 30 minutes long <laughs> about why people, you know, the reasons why people may not be buying what you're selling and how to fix that. Okay, another question coming in is, what if you don't have positive people in your life? Then you join things like this where you can then build a new tribe. I call it retribing yourself, that after we're out of school, and especially if you work by yourself, if you're some kind of a freelancer or if you are a one-woman shop, then you're not really necessarily meeting new people. But I urge you to go to events like the thing that I'm speaking at or for example, coming up in New York, if you're in New York this coming Sunday, I'm speaking at um, something that's called Goddess on the Go in Manhattan. I think that's sold out, but I'll post it if it's still available. But there are these kinds of things happening all the time. Go join a meetup group. I have a meetup group. Go to meetup.com. Find other inspirational people and put yourself out there. Find people who are interested in what you're interested in and let the negative people fade away. If they're your sibling or parent or whatever it is, I understand you can't cut them out of your life, but you can minimize the time and access that you spend with them because you and your life will become the sum of the five people that you spend most most of your time with. And so get in the Facebook group and start to talk to the other women there. You know, introduce yourself. There's an introduce yourself thread and say that I want to make new friends. Put yourself out there. Another question coming through on the anonymous boards, <laughs> how do you reinvent your life? Oh, by doing exactly this. That's what we're doing. This is reinvention. This is raising the vibration. This is getting unstuck so that the person I truly believe, we're only on day two of this, and I and you're already a different person than you were three days ago. It's incremental. It's tiny shifts. And I find that Yes, people that you're not in contact with after, you know, who you haven't seen may feel like, well, who does she think she is? Well, who did, you know, who, how'd you become this person or whatever it is? Or you've changed. Yeah, you've changed. That's the point. <laughs> the point is for us to all evolve and to grow. And so you reinvent your life by having a clear mission statement which is what our homework is, and every day reading that mission statement and putting yourself in alignment with who it is that you want to be, going to events with new and positive people, and making a slight shift, making a declaration about who you are. That's how you change. That's how you change your life. That's how you reinvent yourself. Because when we think that we're stuck, when we think that we're blocked, that's really just it's not it's it's a limiting belief that we then get caught up in and nothing in nature is ever stuck if we look you know crowd um clouds move back and forth and flowers live and they die and you know people live and they die and 
things are in motion. When you're stuck, it's that your life is changing, but it keeps changing back to the same thing over and over and over and over again. So you need a pattern interrupt. And so for you, you know, I say brava actually to each and every one of us who are on this call because this is a pattern interrupt. This is you doing something different. This is you if you want to keep getting what you've been getting, you're going to keep doing what you've been doing. If you want something different in your life, you have to do something different. And so I don't care if you've never made a mission statement before or your family is not the kind of people that made altars or goddess jars or anything like that. You are doing something different. You are stepping up to the plate because you are somebody different. And those who can understand that will enjoy the journey with you. And for those that don't, you know, you wish them well and, and you know, supreme blessings over them. But perhaps your time with them has just come to a close. So I'm going to close with a prayer. And I just want to just shout out, you know, all of the women in the Facebook group and all of the women who signed up for the course, period. You know, whether you have come over to chill with us on Facebook, in the Facebook Sister Circle or or not, and everyone who is on this call, right now I'm going to call on the divine, call on the creator, call on that which created the oceans, the skies, the seas, and just say thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for blessing us with each other as a tribe. Thank you for helping us to see a way when we know no way. Thank you for helping us to know that we only need to go one step further, one step every day, one small step that we don't need to see the whole highway, that we don't need to see the whole staircase, but that we trust and we have faith that as we take these little steps that we are safe and it is safe to be safe. Thank you for giving us this grand vision and this grand mission that we could be more than who we are. Thank you for helping us to advance not only ourselves but our bloodline and, you know, advance all of us who are on the planet. Thank you for helping us to know that when one of us thrives and succeeds that we all do. Thank you for helping us to be a good sister and friend and wife and mother and daughter to all those who are around us. Thank you for giving us the vision to teach, to coach, to heal, to priestess, to whatever the magic is that we make, to write, to speak. Lord, we call on you. We ask for courage on this journey. We ask for understanding on this journey. We ask for light on this journey. And we ask that you help us to stay the course, to stay tuned in with that inner wise woman when that inner bully rears up, to know that there is a greater part of ourselves that is you, that there is a greater part of ourselves that is the magic within us, that there is a greater part of ourselves and that we are more aligned with that. We are more aligned at any given time with the things that are right in the world and the things that are wrong with the world. Help us to know that we were born with a purpose and that we are right on time, that we are never stuck, that we are magically moving forward. And so it's such a blessing to be in a tribe where we are with each other. Help us to know that we are never alone, that we are guided and we are supported, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and that which made the oceans, the seas, the skies made us. So how magical and blessed and incredible we are. And so it is. Amen. Ashe. 
if the word prayer makes you uncomfortable, just think of it as an intention and us being grateful to the universe for all that we are, all that we have, and all that we will be, all that we are becoming. All right, my sisters, I am in such awe and appreciation of you. I will see you on in the Facebook group where I'm going to go post the video that I told you I just made about why they won't buy your stuff. There's <laughs> like 30 reasons um, and how to get people to so that we can all move forward abundantly and courageously. If no one has told you today, I love you. Dream bigger, love yourself, and I'm so glad that we are all in this together. Bye. The conference is now completed. Goodbye.